Shutting down conversations, I'm not with it. I believe the best way to counter a bad idea is with a good idea. Or conversation, like both sides, and also silencing and things like that is counter to what we would need to do. What I don't agree with is that once you disagree with that person's position, to go on Twitter and scream out, cancel that person, who's forcing you to listen to it? Like Twitter and, and social media in general, they have a role to play in this because there's like no nuance of it. It's just all reaction, reaction, outrage, reaction. Welcome to the American and the Immigrant Podcast. I'm Cameron. And I'm BK. All right. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Uh, so just a quick update, I guess, on how everybody's doing. Um, so BK, why don't you, how are you holding up, man? Are you holding up okay? Not at all, bro. Not at all. My funds are depleting. And you got go- right? No, I didn't because we're 1099. So W-2 peoples are going to get theirs first. And then 1099 and people with 1040 easy are going to get it last. But the funny thing is with that is that the people with W-2s are not necessarily going to need it first. Is that people with 1040s and 1099s who are constantly with the cash flow are the ones who's going to need it first. The servers, the uh, beauty industry, the nail industry, those are the people that are cash flow constantly. So... I don't understand that. But besides that, me and my fiance are doing great. Um, yeah. I have been cheating and I have been taking clients. Well, I mean, you know, you got to do what you got to do, I guess, right? I am wearing N95 masks and so are my clients. Okay. While we're doing the process. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, yeah, I guess as long as you guys are being as safe as you can. I mean, obviously... We all have, we all have to, um, you know, live with people that are, right. I mean, we, we live with people, so we have to be around some people, right? Yeah. Um, but I get that. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I guess with the 1099, I mean, I, obviously, there's a lot that went into that whole package that was just kind of hobbled together real quick because obviously they wanted to do something as fast as possible. Yeah. Um, you know. I mean, I don't know. Some, some for the good, re- for the right reasons, but also probably just so that they can also say they did something. Um, but yeah, I'm doing good, man. I'm. Uh, we're all healthy. We're all safe. So that's like the most important thing. Um, and yeah, we got uh, our little bit of money actually. Just like I think on Wednesday, yesterday. Yeah. You do uh, so. your direct payment. So. Yep. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So you know that's nice. I mean, you know, grocery money and all that. Right. You know, one of the thing, one of the things with the stimulus check that I just read about is that, you know, a lot of people, their health insurance is connected to their job. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you furlough those people, they lose their insurance. They lose it. Oh, interesting. Right? At a bad time. Yeah. Right. That's that's not how it should be during a, a health a health pain. I mean, this is literally a. A crisis of healthcare, <laughs> right? So yeah. in the stimulus check, and this is where I think lobbying took uh, took place, where in the bill once it got past the house, somehow, some way, somebody finessed it, somebody played with it, and they said anybody with five hundred employees or more doesn't necessarily have to be mandated to uh, give their employees 
the two weeks paid leave. Because yeah. Congress yeah. automatically assumed for companies with 500 or more employees would automatically give health benefits. But places like CVS, Costco, uh, shoppers, places where essential workers are needed, they're mm. not covered. Dang, that's so it's crazy. Like, it's like, how did was this really thought out? You know? No, I don't think so. I mean, not as well as it should have been. Or and like you said, been. it was really rushed out. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, for multiple reasons, I suppose, like because we were in the middle of the pandemic and like things hit so rapidly, I guess um, that, you know, they just they had to do what they could uh, quickly. Um, But yeah, no, I think we're good. I mean, otherwise, you know, things are good. I grew facial hair for the first time in my life. So I like it. You can't see it. People can't see it on the audio. But I mean, yeah, I've been getting some love for it. You know, I like it. I don't know. I, like it. I might keep it around. <laughs> a little uh, mysterious right there. Mysterious cam. Uh, yeah, a little mysterious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I look a little bit older finally. Builds Maybe a little character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Gives me a little extra, a little, little edge, right? I don't right. look so like just like, uh, you know, some normal white motherfucker anymore. I, I got a little bit, a little bit of something huh? to me. You don't look like a naked mole rat no more. <laughs> naked mole rat. <laughs> Dude, those things are ugly. Come on now. Horrible! <laughs> That's terrible. You know, I, I can't you. believe you just called me a naked mole rat, man. I that said, might no, just, no, no. That you I might have just ended are, our friendship. You I might have just you ended our. You're tapping into your naked mole rat look. No, you, you know, <laughs> I don't want to hear your your excuses right now. I don't want to hear. Them. <laughs> I love you. You know, actually, that triggers me a little bit, BK. Oh, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of. Yeah, yeah. So, no, that's that was a terrible segue. But uh, today we want to talk a little bit about kind of just. actually uh, an amazing segue. I don't know what you're talking about. That was perfect. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> that just popped in my head. <laughs> totally unplanned, people. That, that's how we do things here on the uh, the Tati podcast. Um, but, yeah, we, we want to talk about, um, you know, kind of just overreaction uh, and a lot of this stuff obviously happens on social media and it all kind of just ties in with um that being kind of triggered and the outrage and yes, if you make a mistake or you say something that is counter to some you know whatever whatever it may be name it name it a, a movement or uh, a religion whatever uh you you have to go those people will be outraged and you need to shut up and you lose all of your um you know, you sort of use your credibility voice, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, BK, what do you what do you think about? I mean, what does that mean to you? Like when you hear about um, kind of that outrage, the cancel culture triggering that kind of stuff? I believe the first thing that comes in my mind is this is not America. Because the one thing that I, as an immigrant, grew up and understanding was you might not like the policy, you might not like the person, but you could voice your opinion and you could voice your thought and you'll be okay. You'll be okay because this is America and it's part of the expressions of one emotion is part of ingrained in our constitution. It's ingrained into our belief. And so, especially now, when I see the left who in the past have fought for the right to speak, have fought for the right to challenge 
the status quo and the norm and be a be have the ability to challenge and express themselves continuously but now it's the left that is constantly trying to cancel culture or that's trying to uh mute somebody or if i don't like what you got to say get out of my wave get out of my circle get out of my mm-hmm. but what do you think is going to happen to that person that person is not just going to die or or just disappear because you don't like them yeah that person is going to go especially with the creation of internet i'm going to go find my my circle and yeah, so and I, I, think, I think they do anyway but sorry go ahead do. finish your thought yeah. oh sorry sorry so completely completely agree they do find their circle so i believe the best way to counter a bad idea is with a good idea so shutting down conversations, I'm not with it. But I think there's a lot more uh, nuance to this. So that's yeah. what we're going to explore today. So what do you think about it? How do you feel about it? Yeah, so I mean, a few things, I guess, just to touch on what you've, you've already spoke about. Um, and one of them is just kind of like, it's interesting to hear your point of view because you're, an, like you said, you're an immigrant and this is, you, you, you you have that true idea of America where again like everyone's free right we yeah. have the freedoms the uh, and especially to express ourselves and I think this debate happens a lot um, you know like everyone always talks about freedom of speech and you know you are free technically to say what you want but that doesn't shield you from uh, a challenge back right yes. or a consequence yeah. Right. Like, sure, you can speak up, you can say things. um, And unfortunately, you know, you can say awful things and, um, you know, you may get shunned and you may get um, chastised for it, um, but you don't have to go away. Right. You don't have to you're not going to be put in jail or or something like that or worse. Right. Right. Um, So there's that. Um, I think that I think that a lot of times that you know, it does go a little bit too far, but, you know, at the same time, I'm okay with if somebody says something that's a general consensus, just awful or, um, you know, kind of counter to what a majority of the people think, uh, should be, or is morally acceptable. Um, sorry, unacceptable. Um, you know, they should be, it's okay for them to have consequences for saying something like that, I think. Right. I disagree. Um, you disagree. I disagree. Well, you can't. I mean, so a challenge can be met with a challenge back. I mean, there's certainly no, um, there's nothing to stop, you know, someone from shunning you. I mean, like you said, people are going to go away. Um, they're not going to go away. No, I mean, they're going to put their, so I guess what, I, what I'm saying is like, they're going to put their attention elsewhere, right? So let's say you did have somebody you, you, I mean, I don't know, maybe you have a podcast that you listen to and, um, you, you had been listening to it for years and, and suddenly the the person says something, I don't know. I mean, they said something awful or, or what you would deem just horrible. Um, you don't, you know, you can certainly continue to listen to them and just deal with that. Or you could just go away and send your attention somewhere else. And both of those are fine, right? 
I mean, there's nothing wrong with a person choosing where to, to put their time and, and to put their agree uh, effort into. Agree. Or, agree. Yeah. But what I don't agree with is that once you disagree with that person's uh, position, is that to go on Twitter and scream out, cancel that person, stop that person from uh, making money uh, to feed themselves or stop making, I don't want to hear that person's opinion. No longer do Who's forcing you to listen to it? Nobody's asking you to listen to it, but to take a retroactive step of going out of your way to create some kind of uh, attention when there's bigger pictures, when, like how you said, when you can just move on, turn the channel, unfollow, uh, do certain things that don't necessarily have any way to create so much pressure on you to have this anxiety creating, you know what? I need to stand against this person. Who's with me? Who's with me? That right there, I think it's just, it takes a dozen, one, it doesn't solve the solution of the negative uh, uh, opinion that you think that person had. Two, it doesn't enlighten that person. Right. That person is still going to have that thought, but probably now you went against it, that thought is probably going to be hardened. And so instead of countering, uh, here's a great example, Daryl Davis. You know what that is? No, go, why don't you explain it? So I Darryl, don't know, and, and I don't think others maybe who don't know as well. So yeah, so, just go ahead and just explain it. So Daryl Davis is a musician from right here, Frederick, Maryland. Um, he's also an author who wrote about a book about how he converted over 200 uh, Klansmen. When I say converted, I don't know what he converted him to, but from being a bad human being, I guess, to a good human being, I don't know. But what it was is that after they converted, after they no longer had those beliefs of uh, black people are an inferior race than white people, they all turned in their Klansmen, uh, not turned in, he asked for it more like, um, they turned in their Klansmen uniform. And all of this was done by simply conversing with these people, yeah. going into their neighborhood, going into their bars they sit at, and simply asking them questions. Though that Daryl is a very eloquent and very uh, well-spoken and very patient person, because some of these conversions took over three to 20 years. So some of them didn't happen over like that. But it was the counter act of giving them another side of the picture that made them rethink their thoughts. Some of them almost said, I've never met a black person. I've never, um, I've never even had a drink with a black person. So if you've never had that, what made you have such a strong opinion against it? Mm -hmm. And so these are the things that I believe that could raise the uh, thoughts and emotion level of all of us, but cancel culture. Uh. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree with you. So but basically all that you just said and the example that you said, I, I completely agree with you. Um, and I just one thing is like also with, 
I mean, like social media in general and and, and Twitter, right? You have like, yeah. you've heard yeah. the term like Twitter mob and, and things like that. Um, what you just said, the story you just shared is like not the norm today. So, I mean, you know, um, there's other stories of this as well, actually. There's like a pretty good documentary on Netflix um, where um, um, uh, I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Okay. Um, this is, I'm just pulling this from like a quick recollection, but I mean, you can see other examples of this where basically it was, it's a person who, um, they essentially, they just befriended, right? Like she actually yeah. de- uh, befriended, um, white supremacist. She went into like Charlottesville. She was nice. embedded with them as kind of like a, a journalist. Yeah. Um, and she became friends with several of them. And, and, and since then, and since the events that have happened in that documentary, she's become actually friends with them. And again, similar to what you said, they've renounced white supremacy and they no longer, you know, they no longer follow that, that, um, adhere um, to that. Yeah. Adhere to that, whatever. Yeah. Uh, um, that white supremacy message. Right, um, right. but again, so like, <laughs> like you said, you can't, the problem with a lot of this is, is that you can't write like, um, what, what's that crazy guy? Uh, uh, you know, the guy who does the like Sandy Hook denialism. I'm sorry. I'm spacing oh, on his name right uh, now. Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Right. So a lot of people obviously dislike him. In, or, uh, in, Info Wars. Info Wars. There you go. But a lot of the problem with this is that this guy is kind of like uh, quote unquote celebrity. Right. So he, well, you can't like it's really hard to like even you know have sit down talks with this guy because for one he's so hated i think that he um gets into just a lot of like arguments with people but the other thing is like he's doing this as a job right so his job is this is his job i mean his job is actually to like rile people up um he uses outrage as um as his marketing device as his marketing tool so and he also uses that um, to sell products, right? So he, he also 100%. makes a lot of money off of like just selling go. products on his like sh- on there his show. Go. There you go. So again, so this is not in these types of cases. Like like I said, I just ignore Alex Jones, right? I I feel like we should just give Alex Jones less attention. Like but there's I think, a huge audience that does listen to him. Yeah, and I understand that. And but again, like you said, I don't. I would be happy. I would probably be happy and okay if he was canceled, but I'm also not going to be the person who's like, like you said, grabbing the torch and leading the Twitter mob and whoever else, whatever social media, Instagram, um, to, to get him canceled and to like get him off of every single platform, even though I think that what he says most of the time is disgusting and vile. Um, and so I think again, like you said, we, I just feel like maybe, a lot of these things just, um, in most cases, stem from these people being, um, you know, that's sort of their job is they peddle outrage, right? That's that's the primary reason people listen to something like that is right. to get outraged. Right. So it doesn't make any sense, like you said, to battle that outrage with more outrage, <laughs> At all. because that feeds directly into what that person wants to do. Um, as their uh, as their shtick or, or whatever, their right. process. And that's why when it comes to Alex Jones' analysis, some parts of your uh, arguments I agree with and I disagree. Because what I don't agree with is that he, that's his job, 
right? But it is his job. No, his job is a salesman. He yeah, well, is yeah, a I mean. snake salesman. He's right, a snake he uses, oil salesman. Yeah, I agree. Right. But I mean, his primary source of 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 getting more more and more people to buy, you know, potential customers is by outrage. <laughs> like right. that's how he that's his main tool. So I did a little digging on Alex Jones, plus watching some of his interviews that he had with uh, uh, Joe Rogan's podcast on Joe Rogan's show, right? The guy is a fucking nut, right? The guy can barely talk uh, two sentences, no, one sentence and complete a finished complete thought. He would throw you so much propaganda so much whatever you want to hear he looks like a juggler in a circus what do you want to hear what do you want to hear what do you want to hear and he'll just throw out so much conversation topic of whatever grass beer and as soon as the grass of it bow he's gonna keep hitting that and the complete so unless i feel like an unintelligent person will look at that and be like oh yeah i agree with that even though alex jones technically does not believe that at all at all. This guy is a fucking clown. And what he is, is just trying to earn money and trying to yeah. uh, 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 sell sell whatever that you want to hear. Right. So and then he sells comes, products. Yeah. And he sells, like, literally, uh, John Health Oliver products, broke down. Right? Yeah. John Oliver broke down his show. And in about a minute and 30, every minute and 30, he's yeah, selling yeah. a product on his yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, like crazy stuff. Remember the crazy. Uh, yeah, what? John Oliver did. He had a really good um, expose breakdown. on Bear Breakdown. Yeah. And so <laughs> yeah, I'm he, looking at that, and he's like, every like minute or so, he yeah. has something to sell. So he's not, he's not, he, he's not some <laughs> some info wars. Kiss my ass. You just saying some wildest, ridiculous, outlandish shit, and then oh yeah, by the way, I got this titty milk. That's come from Cambodia, and it smells like cats. Uh, I'll make your dick long. Ready, everybody. <laughs> and that's what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, it you sounds know? good. I, sign me up. Sign me up. Yeah. And he's a tough, fast talker. He's a fast talker and yeah. a rapid. I don't know how his mind moves like that. Right. And so if you decide to buy that, I feel like that's your right. You should be able to uh, – uh, yeah. uh, but – at the same time, at the same time, like when he was, you know, he got canceled because he was gone. Uh, he was a disbeliever uh, of the Sandy Hook shooting. Yeah. And those parents um, advocated for him to you know, YouTube, Twitter, uh, Facebook right, uh, right. to cancel all this stuff. And so that right there, I completely agree. You're crossing the line. But when you start making the line. When yeah. it is an end, or and I, I get it. No, I, um, I mean, I think that's the debate, right? It's like, yeah, where, you know, where do we draw the line? Yeah, and I think for like a while there, it was kind of like, um, you you sort of had like people on both sides, like where there's like, well, there really is no line. I can say whatever I want, and then there's kind of that whole thing that I always hear the same thing, like uh, as used as a prototypical example. Uh, well, you can't yell fire in a crowded theater, like that kind you of can. thing, right? Like you don't yeah. have total freedom. And so, you don't. but now you've basically just said you, like you said, it's just some arbitrary line now, right? Um, yeah. 
unless you have like very specific rules where something like that, where you can't yell, you know, fire um, and cause like a a stampede of people. Um, And so I, 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 again, I agree with most uh, pretty much what you're saying. I just, um, I I don't know. I mean, I guess in a way, I also don't want to leave that to the individual to make that decision. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think there's certain times where like they, they will, someone will cross a line and, you know, I don't necessarily believe that you, you know, you have to call for him to be canceled. And, and even so, I guess, even if you do call for him to be canceled, um, you know, that's still ultimately up to whoever uh, is, is carrying his program or, or whatever. Right on. Because, you know, they, that, that company or whatever, that platform um, entity has to figure that out for themselves. Um, but I think a lot of times you'll see, uh, like you said on the left where maybe it's gone like a little too far and actually like, um, I just was watching, um, Dave Chappelle when he got the Mark Twain award for uh, for humor, which is really good. If you haven't seen it, yeah, right here. Yeah. In DC, you should check it out. It's really good. But, um, you know, you can really tell that he's, he's really become, um, a real advocate for just, you know, being able to say what you how you really feel being honest right being honest without a fear of 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 someone recording it and using it later to basically um you know well look at what dave Chappelle said he can't host uh he can't be hosting whatever oscars or whatever look what he said five years ago um that kind of thing where like you keep a catalog of of like you know where someone's being honest and you know maybe like you said you don't agree with them or um, and maybe it is a fringe idea. I don't know, but that's okay. It's okay for someone to express an idea, right? right. Um, even if it may be sort of fringe, um, and if it it can be discredited, then discredit the shit out of it. Discredit the hell out of it. Like thank that's, you. That's, you know that's that's what yes. we're here for. Thank and you. they're not a, they're not immune to that. But nope. again, you don't don't immediately jump to that kind of like extremism of where, um, you know Fuck that them. person us to go away forever and it's like what does that even mean like what you what can't exile mean? somebody <laughs> they live you right know. here in your neighborhood yeah yeah They're we right haven't here. like yeah we don't live in like uh in like a kingdom where you know we could like exile out the person out. <laughs> yeah Ow. yeah so uh, i so i agree with you it's just sort of like um it's a strange like time that we're in um and uh yeah go ahead no go go ahead let me interrupt sorry uh, one example that comes into my mind was, uh, uh, what's his name? The guy from Taken, Taken 1, 2, 3, Neil, oh, uh, Liam Neeson. that guy, right? Yeah. Remember a few years ago where he came out on Good Morning America and he said his friend, his friend got raped. No, no. Was it slap? I think it was raped or slapped, raped or slapped. Uh, uh, she's a girl uh, by a black guy. Yeah, I remember that. I remember and that. And he drove out looking for any black guy to take a um, vengeance on to her because his friend got yeah. hurt, right? Now, yes. I'm not agreeing with the things that he did but here is a man 
opening up his heart and opening up his mind to us. He never had to tell nobody that. Right. He didn't have to tell nobody that. Right? Here's a man opening up that how he used to fight with these thoughts, how he was faced and challenged with these emotions. Instead of embracing that, getting closer and saying, we understand. Yeah. But that's not everybody, da 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 and then breaking that down, everybody jumped to, he's racist, fuck him, <laughs> don't watch his movies, fuck him. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I do remember he, that. He was vulnerable to even tell us that. Right. We yeah, should embrace that. Yeah, and it's not... It, it was he wasn't presenting it as like a it was almost like a, a retrospect it was a reflection it was of a like reflection. of how he felt at the time yeah and the no, man needs to be i agree right yeah and what you basically brought up is like there is like you said there there's no there's like no nuance anymore to to any of it it's just all um reaction reaction yeah. outrage yeah. reaction yeah. um you know and i think like to like Twitter and, and social media in general, they have a role to play in this because especially in like the 2016 election, like a, a outrage was used as a tool to get people to, um, you know, to post more and things like that. Right. And that's what the whole Facebook algorithm is, is like to feed you the same kind of stuff. Remember um, they the would next, take like the one next picture, thing... they would take one picture and put different wordings on it to yeah. see which one you liked. Yeah. Or there'd be like a, you know, like, cause like there'd be like article, 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 like the next thing that'll piss you off. Right. Like, because right. it's something you disagreed with and you read and you clicked on it or you commented on it or whatever. Right. Um, and they use that as kind of a way to, to feed the system. Now on the other side, I mean, I don't, you can't just fully say that these things are useless garbage because they've also given people who uh, historically have not had voices, right? I mean, it can suddenly have voices and make, right. um, present ideas and can suddenly be, have a following. Like you said, they can have, uh, they can find other, uh, other people who have also not had voices or, or whatever. Right. Um, and so I think that that is not, you can't just completely discount it, but I do, I do think that social media in general has had a, a huge role to play in this. Huge. And this huge. kind of like, gut reaction type of thing um which is why i just don't i don't think we should like you said I, that guy spoke to uh, these uh white supremacists or, or former uh, former kkk daryl uh, davis uh, uh yeah daryl davis he he spoke to them in person yeah because when you actually see the other human being and spent time yeah and 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 look in the human being's eyes you it's a lot harder for those like hateful ideas yeah to make sense to you. You know what yeah. I mean? There's yeah. something to the the just like seeing this person that you're supposed to hate, but they're like in front of you and they're they're like yeah. Yeah. nice and you're having a conversation. It, it's like suddenly yeah. it just it completely brings down that um that barrier that's there between you and a computer or something or your phone when you're just right. spouting off uh, and that type of thing. I mean I, I don't know, what do you feel like? Do you think that that's you know, like, is there anything that these 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 um, social media companies should do? Because, like you said, we've censored some people, right? Like Alex Jones has been kicked off. Um, do you think it's their responsibility? Um. So, 
I'm a big believer of not government playing a moral responsibility, which like a uh, um, what is it? Uh, legislating morality. I'm totally against it because that's not the position of the government, right? And I don't think the same way social media should do the same thing because at the end of the day, these are, I mean, excuse my language, but these are nerdy kids, nerdy white kids predominantly that are affluent or some way have a very uh, close circle of people that they interact with for them to be responsible for the opinions and thoughts of billions of people. And so these are the curators of people who are watching my tweet, who are watching my videos, who are watching my content and telling me yes or no. Because at the end of the day, that person is a human being just like just like me. They both have flaws and they both have insecurities and biased. Yeah. And so for you to censor and like, for example, there was a, a Twitter uh, on Twitter. There's a girl, I can't remember her name, but she was a woman activist and she's a pro, uh, what you call it? She's a feminist. She's a very, very well-known feminist. And she wrote on Twitter, men are not women. Going on the aspect of transgender men. Oh, okay. And now yeah. she got banned because that is not the collective thought of our society right now. So she just said, wait, men are not men, women? Which are, which is a fact. Well, yeah, but it, why even state it? I, I mean, I guess I, you know, I agree with you. Like it's, it, it's like, because you it's one of those statements you, where you're the just like. platform that I'm on gave me 142 characters to express my thought. Right. And so okay. the nuance that I could build on is gone. So now I've got to get punchlines and I've got to come up with ways that I could be heard in yeah. a very clever. And so there goes two fights right there between her not building in the nuance and the community judging her on based on that sentence. Yeah. Right. And so even knowing that she's a well feminist, even knowing that she's a well known uh activist, that didn't matter at all. Right. The nuance of that didn't matter at all. But I mean like what you said, I mean there's there's just no again, it's a it's a gut reaction, no nuance. So but you, again, but you I'm said something back on the person. But you said something I, I'm not sure if I fully agree with but i don't i'm not i guess you would need to be more clarification but like government doesn't uh shouldn't uh, uh, uh legislate morality legislate morality but yeah. i mean you know essentially like what is morality i mean you obviously you have hate crimes or you know and those hate crimes generally will start out as like hate speech right, right. so i think that i mean a lot of times like i i i agree to the to point that like I guess what I the way I feel about it is like they should not be legislating uh, uh, like morality based off of like religious views or something like that. Like it's essentially keeping the separation between like religion church and, and, state. and church and state and all that. But yeah, but in terms of like morality, I mean, I think there has to be a consensus morality. 
overall, right, that everyone sort of can agree on. And we obviously have laws that like, you know, killing someone is mora- is is like, uh, uh, you know, um, a moral uh, no, no. You know, right. You like, can't murder it. Like there's a, there's a, there is certain morality. But um, I, 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 but I, I think but no, what I was going to say is like that's government. But so, so that's fine. I don't think that's, that's morality. Uh, OK, well, why? I mean, that that's like a very a basic like human morality. I mean, that's just no, that's preservation. What? Uh, I want to live. So as a collective, I'm going to say if you kill me. Then I'm going to kill you. That's in the Bible. That's an eye for an eye. Right? In yeah. the concept of death row or in the concept of uh, punishment, right? We have punishment. Yeah, we have punishment for that. Yeah. Right? So but that that's legislation. I mean, they've legislated the morality of, you know, whatever. Is that morality or is that pres- uh, preservation? Well, there's other types of things. I mean, murder is like an extreme example. But I mean, obviously, just no, like no, that's theft, a perfect example. Theft that's of property example. or... Um, Right. So is that a morality or is that you took something of mine? Now I have to get it back or I need a a way to format this where I can get my stuff back without me physically going and stabbing your family and getting my stuff back. So now we create laws. That's not morality. That's laws of how to govern a whole mass of people. Morality is the same thing like you just said when it comes to hate laws. I agree with hate laws because those are coming from uh you know a different perspective of the individual taking their opinion and acting it out. Right? Yeah. But when you're saying on the concept of like murder and and uh, stealing and and because right, this what but- Right, but the thing that you just mentioned is, or the thing that we're just talking about is hate crime. Hate crimes, um, yeah. But again, like morality shifts. Like that wasn't always, uh, that always wasn't like an illegal thing. That was there wasn't always laws against. Uh, I mean, obviously we had slavery. That's like the ultimate. <laughs> yeah. Um, like you know. Um, right. And so is that morality? Whatever, you know, that was. That seems that was, to me morality. I mean, I guess it depends on how you. But that was morality it. used to justify slavery. Right, but I mean, whatever you want to call it, morality, justice. I mean, there's a certain collective shift. Um, I, you know, I don't know, zeitgeist. There's like a collective feeling. Yeah. And these yeah. things shift over time, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, yeah. it's it's. And that's sort of why like, I'm afraid of it. That's what I'm afraid of. It is that. They shift all the time. Yeah, but so anyway, like what I before we get too far off point, um, and we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, but I just want to say that, you know, that that's fine. I'm all for that. I don't agree that like um, probably governments don't necessarily, especially the government, doesn't need to be getting involved in like telling a company, a private company, that they shouldn't, uh, you know, carry this person or this person's views. But yeah. the I do think maybe I don't know. I this is something we could end with. But I think maybe it's okay. If the private company mm-hmm. wants to turn off somebody, I mean, I think maybe that's probably okay for them. I think that's their rights as long as they're not um, like sort of doing it illegally, according to like I don't know, yeah. uh, whatever, like the the laws that govern all of the um, you know the the like censorship and things like that. Um, 
uh, so I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure. I, 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 as you can tell, I'm like wrangling. I don't really know. No, no. This is like a what tough, companies. This is a tough private, one. This is a tough one. Like, tough yeah, one. like private companies. I don't really know like what they should do. Sometimes I, I fall on um, on kind of both sides. Depends on yeah. like the issue. Yeah, and that, and I I totally agree. I totally agree. I fall on both sides. Like, of course, I I would hate somebody to spew off something about like you know what I mean minorities or or african americans or 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 homosexuals or any of that tra- any of the minority uh minority community but the thing is i just don't agree with people other people doing it i think the individual the person who's following that person the person that's giving that person support should question themselves should question their thoughts and see do they agree yeah. Do they agree with that person? Do they agree with the energy they're putting out in this world? Do they agree? Would they be confronted with that thought? Would they support that thought in a manner that's sophisticated, that's understanding, and that's complex where you could get that thought behind? Mm-hmm. Most people don't. Yeah. Most people don't. So that's why I would put the responsibility back on the individual and say, give it a uh, 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 a twice, a thank over twice. Give yeah. it, give, give it, challenge yourself. Do you actually believe and support whatever ideas you stand behind? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, why well, would just say to kind of wrap it all up is just in general, just uh, more conversation. Agreed. Like, I think, agreed. I think agreed. silencing and things like that is probably agreed. counter agreed. to what what we would need to do in like those types of situations. I would just say, yeah, more conversation like um, on both sides. And also um, just, you know, maybe if you can do it in person, right? Like go talk to somebody where you can see the other person face to face um, because it's, it's all too easy to hide behind that, um, that computer screen and and not see the the hurt or something that in somebody else's face and eyes. So, which makes us the human. So I couldn't have said a better, Cam. Amazing. Oh, thanks, yeah, yeah. appreciate it. Now, it's a good topic, man. I, I think it's a, it's always a good uh, subject to talk on. And I think, you know, we have an election, right, coming up. So Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, there's going to be debates on both sides, and we just need to, to be tolerant. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Cool. Thanks, everyone. Take care out there. Have a good one.